Hey everyone, you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. This is the weekly yoga Q&A. To ask a question, visit my website, lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Shoot me an email, find me on Instagram at yoga podcast or other social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. It's either Love Breezy Bree or Breezy Bree. All the information is in the description of the show notes. Thank you so much for your question. Let's get started. Namaste. So this week's yoga question, I am going to sort of beat around the bush as I get myself into it. Of course, you know what it is. You read the title. But first and foremost, I want to just preference this by saying yoga teachers can accidentally or unintentionally be a little bit presumptuous about what yoga actually does to benefit the body. And it's not from a place of malice. It's really from a place of being uninformed. And after a while, when you practice yoga, it connects you so much to your mind, to your body, to your spirit. All the great juices are flowing through. You get all the good feels, all the vibes. And after a while, you start to think yoga is a cure-all. Cure-all. That's really hard to say for me. But seriously, you start to really believe that yoga can fix, resolve, do all the things that you need it to do. And this is one of those great examples where you really have to ask yourself, what does the science say? Now, a lot of us yogis are not as interested in just what the science says, and we really do go off of how we feel. But we have to be mindful that we are talking a lot about the benefits of what yoga does physically and anatomically. And as I've mentioned on this podcast, yoga therapy is a real thing and we really wanna be informed, right? So this question is a good one. And as you know, you've probably thought it yourself, does or do yoga twist actually ring out toxins in the body? Do they detox you? I mean, this is in line with a question of, does hot yoga detox you? And we're not going to address that in this episode, although that's a great question to answer as well. But they're along the same lines. And really, scientifically, there isn't a lot of information to support the idea that when you literally twist your body in a yoga pose, you are detoxing. Now, if you've listened to me on this podcast during a free audio class, or you've actually taken one of my classes in person, you might have heard me or other yoga teachers describe yoga twist as taking a towel, dumping it in water, twisting it, essentially wringing out the water, and that's giving you a visual of what those yoga twists can be doing. And although that's a beautiful visualization and it gives you something to really connect back to, it's not wholeheartedly true in that respect, or at least not as basic as it sounds. Now, we have to remember that yoga asana, the physical postures, are just part of what you really hope to accomplish when practicing. Now, if you are able to bring in pratyama, that breath work, you're you're able to engage your bandhas, you're able to create vibrations in the mind, which can also be known as meditation. And there's so much more, but I'm just going to name some of the basic stuff that you may have already 
heard of and you're familiar with, when we think of twisting in yoga, we think of anything else for that matter, binding in yoga, um, doing a lot of the other asana type postures. If you compile those postures with all the other elements, you're engaging lots of these other concepts in yoga, it can really equate to being something truly heightened and beneficial for the body, for the mind, for the spirit, of course. And therefore, the effects on the body can actually be closer in line with what the idea of the posture is. However, imagine you're sitting in a chair at your desk or something along those lines, and you just twist your body to the left and you twist your body to the right. The chances of you getting the same effect of actually warming up the body, creating this energy, doing the bandhas, engaging that, you know, pratyama intentionally, intentionally, (laughs) I can speak, I promise. Imagine engaging all of that and then taking the twist. It's going to be a lot more deeper just visualizing that thought than just sitting in your desk chair, twisting to the left, twisting to the right. So we have to be mindful that although some of the things that we're discussing in any given studio practice is not necessarily going to affect you in the way that might be described, but it should give you a basic understanding or an idea of the possibilities of yoga. And I actually believe, even though scientifically we can say that twisting the body may or may not actually be detoxing the body, I am from the school of thought, and I really do believe in this, you know, mindful biology, so to speak, that you are making that mind-body connection. And if you are creating visualization and you are trying to create an effect in the body, Over time, with practice and with dedication, I really believe that you can basically do anything. I mean, there are people who have healed their body of ailments. Now, obviously, there are less cases of that happening than there are cases of that happening. However, with that said, there are a lot of reasons why. There are a lot of factors that go into the pros and the cons of anything. So... I'm speaking in some weird tongues and circles. I can feel it, but I think you get the idea of where I'm going with that. So instead of talking about what it doesn't do, let's talk about what yoga twist do do. Do do. <laughs> let's talk about the benefits of yoga twist because essentially we want to think of yoga and especially through this podcast, we want to think of yoga as being accessible to everybody. And there are a lot of reasons why deeper practices of yoga become less and less accessible to the general public. And I don't want to go into all of that, but there are mental um, capabilities that can hinder us. There are challenges, there are boundaries, there are traumas, there are body awareness issues, there are a lot of things that may not ever take certain practitioners into the deepest practice compared to someone else to a yogi monk. But as I always try to emphasize, we have to realize that our body and our mind and all of that only knows what our edge is. So if you're taking yourself to your edge 
every single time you practice, or at least mostly, your body is taking itself to the next level as often as possible and definitely more than never, right? And so whatever that looks like for you is astronomical and it's like Mount Everest for you, for your body. So if you've never meditated before and you start meditating for 30 seconds, your body has no idea that it's 30 seconds and that the goal is an hour or a lifetime or what have you. Your body just knows that it's 30 seconds more than before. And it can quantify that as being a large number. And so you have to believe in that concept. And the next time it's 31 seconds and the next time it's 32 seconds. And you have to live your life in forward moving progress, even if it's baby steps or very small increments you know it's small because you're comparing yourself to something else. Don't do that, right? So let's focus on the benefits and not focus on the challenges because the benefits are accessible to everyone. The challenges are going to need to be met and may or may not be a part of your practice. All right, so why are yoga twists even practiced? What are the benefits? Well, let's first think about a yoga practice before you even twist your body in ten, in, with intensity and before you're getting into those twists that also may be binding, things of that nature, you have warmed up the core, you have warmed up the body, you have warmed up the mind, you have made that connection. So by the time you even get to that place, which is typically somewhere in the middle to the end of your practice anyway, and there's lots of variations of twisting the body in yoga. You can twist your body from standing postures, seated postures, lying postures. It can be a subtle twist. It could be um, a twist that goes into a bind. One thing is for sure, you have probably worked your way to this point. So the body is prepared for that. You might even have some perspiration and you might be sweating a little and you might actually have some fluidity in the body. So keep that a part of your consciousness when you're thinking about the benefits of twist. So there is a lot of really neat things that twist can do to the body, but it really depends on what it is that you're twisting. One of the things that is for sure is your spine is affected anytime you twist, whether you're in your office chair or in your yoga asana posture, okay? So twisting the spine is definitely taking place. But you're also, depending on what variation of a twist you're taking, you may also be uh, twisting and adjusting the gut or pressing energy into the gut, like maybe a leg is pressed into the belly while you're taking the twist. Or you are... Also twisting shoulders, you're also twisting lower legs or mid legs or knees. I mean, it just really depends on what we're focusing on, okay? So first and foremost, we can think that twists are going to have some sort of opposing or opposition to hips and shoulders. So we can think that shoulders are going in one way, hips are moving in the opposite way. That could be one idea. We can also think of static moving, so hips are... Um, static or grounded, but shoulders are moving. We can think of shoulders being grounded, but hips are moving. You could think of that in salsa dancing per se, right? You can think of 
twisting as being in upper or middle or lower portions of the torso, which we discussed, which can also affect the back or the spine. So just be mindful that there's a lot going on from the shoulder girdle to the spine to the hips all the way to the knees even. And you could even be twisting from the ankles down if you're twisting on your toes. So just be open to all those different concepts and not just thinking about it in one variation. So one thing is for sure, we can improve digestive function. So when you're in a twist, you're essentially compressing your digestive organs. You're placing them under weight and this will cause a lack of circulation. So when you release your twist, there is a rush of blood that's going to flow to your digestive organs. Now, fresh blood flow equals fresh fresh oxygen, fresh nutrients, and twisting will increase the blood flow to the digestive organs, thus increasing their ability to function. So that's a lot of times where we think of releasing toxins because you're thinking of fresh blood flow going through the body. You're going to be inhaling and exhaling those toxins out. Whether that's scientifically true or even been tested in a yoga practice is really hard to know, right? We have to consider all the different variations of a pratyama practice from basic breathing to less shallow breathing to ujjayi breath, so on and so forth, to more advanced breathing, which in my opinion is very intense on the body and has to be doing something. <laughs> we can call it what we want, but it is definitely working some magic. We could just call it magic. Magic just takes the place of all things, right? Pisses off a lot of scientists though, and I consider myself to be scientific in a lot of ways too. I, I like to think of myself as being a scientist. But you know, hey, I am all about magic and living in the woo-woo as well because the head sometimes needs to be above the clouds. Now, Again, that whole idea of detoxing, why do we really focus on that? Well, we talked about that, that reintroduction of the blood, that cellular detoxification, which has to be taking place with pratyama, right? Um, Helping to move any stagnation that's happening in the body, especially through your digestive tract. Think about gas, think about the gut, think about the flora, all of that, right? So that's really where we're getting this idea and this concept. Also maintaining that normal spinal rotation. I always say you're only as old as your spine. The muscles and other tissues that surround the spine can become stiff. So this will lead to decreased range of motion, pain, discomfort. It can really affect your quality of life. So practicing those twisting postures helps to keep the spinal muscles mobile, helping to keep you mobile as well, of course. Reduction in back pain, again, more of the same, slumping over at your computer in your office, slouching behind the steering wheel of your car, sitting in chairs, that offer poor back support and standing with our shoulders drooping forward are all things most of us do on a daily basis. All of these habits can lead to back pain. Twists and stretching and strengthening the back muscles can help provide that relief from the back pain caused by everyday life and also help to build stronger muscles surrounding the spine. De-stressing, we can't deny this. Twists are a wonderful way to deal with stress and anxiety. Why? Because these postures open up the chest, the shoulders, the back. Don't even get me started on the heart chakra, okay? Don't get me started on that magic, which 
I believe is scientifically verifiable, by the way. We just call it the endocrine system. All of which can help decrease feelings of anxiety or feeling anxious. You will be releasing stored tension in the body as you twist. You can twist right now in your chair and you will still get that feeling even without pratyama. So this has a positive effect on your mental state. Hello, anytime you feel relaxed, anytime you feel just calm, how can that not have an effect on your mental state? How can your mental state and whether it's good or bad not have effect back on the body. So you will get the double benefit of this if you combine your twist with a slow rhythmic breathing exercise as well, rather that's considered an intense pratyama practice or a nice meditative breath. However you want to look at that, we can look at that. So I want you to really think about everything. There's so much more I could talk about, but I try to keep these episodes sort of a little bit, you know, lower. Um, I don't know if I did a good job tonight, but twists are amazing. They're a beautiful part of yoga sequencing. You cannot tell me that they do not have a beautiful effect on the body. Keep in mind, though, twisting is not always safe for the body. So you want to do it when the body is warm. You want to make sure that you're not creating like You don't want to create any habitual imbalances in the body. That includes just slumping over at your office desk. So we don't want to become crazy about yoga asana practice. We want to practice more and slump less and have better posture and stand up straight than we want to um, fold forward and, and slump to one knee or one hip. So we don't want to get too caught up unless you're doing everything really well in life. Then you can start to move on to, okay, am I doing too many twists in yoga? But let's say you are twisting just all of the time. You want to be you know, mindful if your body is always sore, if you're always doing the exact same twisting motions. Maybe you go to the same class, they do the same twist. That can be something that tends to happen. Us yoga teachers are human and we tend to get really... I think, attached to certain yoga postures. And we have to be mindful to mix it up and do things that take us out of our own comfort zones to protect your body. But keep in mind, it's your practice. And as you know from listening to this podcast, that's a huge, huge point of it. It's your practice. Even in the middle of a studio class, you can decide to switch things up a little bit. As you get more proficient in your practice, you'll become more comfortable with using your yoga teacher as a guide and also making some general slight adjustments that work well with your body. Recently, we talked about restorative yoga, and don't forget that there's some beautiful restorative twists that you can incorporate in your practice. And I have to say some of my favorite postures with twisting is lying on your back, doing the revolved belly pose. This is the one where your eyes, your hands are out, your um, arm is out to one side, like in a half T, your eyes are following it in that direction. Your knees are in the opposite direction. Just a nice gentle twist. Of course, everyone loves revolved triangle pose. Um, Also a nice seated revolved cross-legged pose. So just hooking your arm onto your knee and taking a gentle twist. Um, Revolve side angle pose with your hands in namaste, so taking one elbow to knee. Rather, you're actually in a lunge position or even in chair and taking a revolved chair pose. So those are some favorite 
poses that I like to incorporate into my practice. Thank you so much for bearing through this really long Q&A sesh. I appreciate you. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste. Namaste.